the known unknowns of autonomous weapon data. I'm Tanya Hall and joining me is author Holland Michelle, associate researcher at the UN Institute for Disarmament Research. Welcome back, Arthur. Thanks so much, always a pleasure. So give our audience a refresh, a quick summary, if you will, of your professional background. So uh, I am a researcher and a journalist. I've always worked on issues related to unmanned systems, robots, artificial intelligence, and surveillance. For a long time, I ran the Center for the Study of the Drone at Bard College. And now I work at the United Nations where I do research on military artificial intelligence predominantly. You recently wrote a report on behalf of the Institute titled Known Unknowns, Data Issues and Military Autonomous Systems. What's the challenge behind building data sets for autonomous weapons? So really what it comes down to is that when you build an autonomous system, you are building it on the basis of a limited slice of data. Now the data set may be a very, very large data set, but it is never going to be as big and as infinite as in, and as variable as the real world that you deploy that autonomous system into. And so what we found was that essentially the failures that autonomous systems have in deployment arise when they encounter things that were not essentially accounted for in their data set. So to give you a very simple example, maybe there's a data set uh, for recognizing pictures of cats. And there are lots of pictures in there, but there are no pictures of a cat laying on its back. And if the system trained on that data set encounters a cat in that position, it might not recognize it. It's encountering something unknown. And, and that really is the, the core of the challenge in, in building systems that are resilient for the real world. Explain an input attack and how an outmatched adversary might easily confound a sophisticated autonomous weapon. Now, because autonomous systems are one, not good at handling the unknown and two, very brittle and essentially quite literal in how they address uh, inputs and problems that are presented to them. There's a lot of research that has shown that if you just change the input for an autonomous system, even by a little bit, it might produce an output that is either wildly unpredictable or you know, in many cases, wildly undesirable. One of the classic examples is, you know, putting small stickers on a stop sign, which fools a self-driving car into thinking that it can just speed ahead. And the, the issue here is that there is essentially no limit to the types of input attacks that can be presented to an autonomous weapon, thus leading it to fail potentially in dangerous ways. If a data issue causes an autonomous weapon to inflict unintended harm, is there a, any legal basis for holding those who employ the weapon accountable? So this was one of the, the core challenges that we actually came across in the report is that essentially, if an unknown, uh, if an autonomous system fails because of an unknown issue, something that you couldn't have known was going to happen, 
then you can't necessarily be held accountable for that harm. I mean, you didn't know, right? But on the other hand, we know that all autonomous systems are going to encounter issues at some point in time. So we know they're going to happen. And these are the kind of issues that we call known unknowns, hence the title of the report. And in that sense, because we know that they are going to happen sooner or later, then we probably should have some, some responsibility for them. And that creates a, a legal paradox uh, that current law doesn't provide much clarity on. At the moment, current law is really based on the understanding that you either know something's going to happen or you don't know it's going to happen. When things happen in that gray zone in between, accountability could be a, a, a much bigger challenge. The report lists five avenues for action. Summarize those for us, will you? Oh, let's see. Uh, one of them is uh, to do more research on the testing and um, verification process. Uh, this is important because if you want to have rules about how reliable an autonomous system needs to be in order to use it, then you're going to have to find ways of testing that reliability and assuring that it's right. Uh, we also ask for more research on uh, adversarial um, countermeasures that could affect autonomous systems. We ask for more research on uh, the ways uh, that an autonomous sort of uh, the autonomy unit, say within a, an autonomous system, interacts with other uh, subcomponents and a few other things like that to essentially um, build a, a very constructive conversation that is geared around the, the technical realities that are, are very challenging, but the solutions always have to start with an understanding of the technology itself. Do regulations adopted by open democracies mean much if certain dictatorships continue to advance without similar restraints? Aren't the open democracies just putting themselves at a strategic disadvantage? I, I wouldn't necessarily say that that is always going to be the case because as the report shows, autonomous systems don't always work the way we want them to. We, we actually still are not certain necessarily that autonomous systems will yield the strategic advantages that so many people have sort of promised or so many people are expecting. And in fact, regardless of the type of country that is going to use these systems, um, they're obviously only going to use them if they work well, and if they work predictably, and if they don't cause harms that they do not want to cause. And so in that regard, I think one of the things that this report shows is that the, the, the adoption of, of these uh, technologies, at least by large militaries that have strict rules, it is probably a little further away than we might expect. What we will potentially see much sooner is the adoption of these technologies by rogue actors, say non-state groups or, or terrorists who have no need to follow any types of rules and who have no desire to uh, you know, hold themselves accountable for unintended harms. And, and that's going to be a real concern, I think, in the years ahead. Where can we find a copy of your report? 
So the report is available on the uh, UN website. Uh, it's free for download. And there is also a very short executive summary that gives you the, the key takeaways if you uh, are a little short for time and, and just want the, the, the spoiler alert. Spoiler. Author Holland Michelle, Associate Researcher at the UN Institute for Disarmament Research. Thanks again for joining us and good job on the report. If somebody wants to follow you personally, Arthur, what's the best way they can do that? If they want to hear my gr uh, grumpy rumblings about technology, they should probably follow me on Twitter. I am right Arthur, W-R-I-T-E-A-R-T-H-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. Always a pleasure. And find and subscribe to more of my interviews right here on ZDNet, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or at TanyaHall.net. Thanks for watching.